This is Rabbi Moshe Rosenberg from Congregation Eitz Chaim of Kew Gardens Hills. And the topic of my Dvar Torah is to correct or not to correct an accurate Kriyat HaTorah. While we dream of and aim for a flawless Kriyat HaTorah, the reality is that such a level of perfection is rare, and sooner or later the Rav and Gaboyim will be confronted by the choice to correct or not to correct. One approach to this issue, issue would urge the Gabai to correct every deviation from the correct pronunciation. Better safe than sorry. In practice, however, such a policy is counterproductive because, in addition to the unesthetic nature of a choppy reading, constant corrections unnerve and embarrass the Balkore and lead to more errors. What is required then, realistically speaking, is the correcting of precisely those errors which bear repeating, no more, no fewer. Such a policy can only exist when those doing the correcting are comfortable in their knowledge of the grammar and translations involved. When it is clear that they are well-versed, congregants who have grown accustomed to calling out corrections will eventually restrain themselves, knowing that if an error was not corrected, it was because it did not bear correcting, not because those in charge simply missed it. As an initial device for imparting some of this knowledge, I'm going to list some corrections which people commonly call out but shouldn't, and then some errors which even many experienced Gaboyim let through, but perhaps they shouldn't. First, in the category of hold your fire and don't correct. Number one, if the Balkore reads S instead of ace, et instead of eight, or vice versa, no, correct, no correction is necessary. The first version is employed, one version is employed when the word has its own cantillation, its own trup sign, that would be eight. The second is used when it's connected to other words, that would be et. Either way, the meaning is not changed. Two, if the Balkore reads arev instead of erev, karem instead of kerem, dalet instead of delet, or vice versa, in which the opening segol or kamats are switched, there's no need to correct. The segol changes to a kamat that pauses in the verse at the etnachta trap and sometimes the zakef katon. The meaning is unchanged. Three, if a proper noun, name of a person or a place, is mispronounced, technically it need not be repeated, though the rav or gabai may use their discretion. Four, the custom is not to correct Ashkisfard pronunciation, mixing of Ashkenazis and Svaradit. While such pronunciation is imprecise and to be deplored, it is widespread and generally does not change meaning. If it does, a correction should be made. 5. If an end cuff is the suffix of a word, but a dagesh is added or deleted from it, the meaning does not change and no correction is warranted. And now in the category of corrections that are often overlooked that Gaboyim should consider making. It isn't enough to say that when a word's meaning is changed, a correction is necessary because often seemingly small alterations can change meaning. Number one, a change in vowelization can easily affect meaning. Va-e-shave means I sat, while va-ashuv means I returned. Number two, 
Sometimes changing the vowel on a vav prefix can change the tense. In Lechuneranana, one sometimes hears about Tfila say, Ve'omar amto'e levavheim, when it really should be va'omar. Ve'omar means, and I will say, while va'omar means, I said. Were this a Torah reading, it could very well bear correction. Many such errors are made regarding the presence or absence of the vav ha'hipuch, which changes the tense from the past to the future, and vice versa. On occasion, number three, on occasion changing the accented vowel, the accented syllable on a word, can change the meaning as well. Thus in Parshat Vayetze, when Rachel is coming with her father's sheep, the verb is ba'a, but once she has arrived, the past perfect form ba'a is used. The wrong one bears correction, as the Arach HaSholcha notes. Number four, an even lesser-known illustration combines the knowledge of Vav HaHipuch and correct accentuation. Ufaratzta means you will burst forth, with the Vav being a Vav HaHipuch. Ufaratzta really means and you burst forth, past tense, with the Vav being a Vav HaChibur, meaning and. The same holds true for the difference between Vihir Beiti, I will multiply you, and Vihir Beiti, and I multiplied you. This, as we will discuss further, is something which technically does change the meaning, whether one would have to correct.